from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. Good morning and welcome to the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, Thursday. You know what it is for uh, for young Mr. Ryan here, Ward? It would be his game day. Game day. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Ward, good morning. How are we? Outstanding. Good. Ryan, you doing okay? Doing. Like, like I said, I'm happy. It's game day. Yeah, yeah you got to be jazzed up now. Absolutely. <laughs> got the uh, fighting Pflugervilles in town against the uh, University Trojans tonight. This is the first home game for the Trojans in almost four calendar weeks. Wow. So. Wow. <laughs> Somebody needs to work on some scheduling, it sounds <laughs> like. Uh, well, so uh, University will be at Waco ISD Stadium, and that will be a 630 pregame and a seven o'clock kickoff over on our sister station 104.9 fm so there you go you're shaking your head because you have 7 30 kickoffs right every one of them this you year. got it toyota <sighs> <laughs> that 30 minutes is it does make a difference it makes a huge difference especially on thursday it, night and i get it i absolutely 100 percent get it but it's that's a long day for those kids to just sit there and chew on Trying to get ready for a game. But you remember and, the days when we played at and, 8 p.m.? Yeah, and for fans, it's probably better because they can do whatever they need to do after work and get kiddos settled and everything else. That's that's all fine. But for for me, chomping at the bit and trying to <laughs> get going. Hey, we can play a matinee for, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, we can play too. at 4 o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> on Fridays. I like day games. I know. <laughs> that's the beauty of college football, doing those games. Uh, oh boy uh all right uh so there you go this is game uh game game day live no it's not it's game time i don't know what it is one of the two yeah it's <laughs> anyway let's talk about the i got a lot to get to today and we'll we'll get to it but first we're going to lead off with uh mike gray over at the uh, humane society mike good morning how are you good morning doing well how are y'all doing today we're terrific you got a big event coming up the wrestling events coming up or wrestling i should say wrestling not wrestling wrestling's a ncaa sport and a high school sport wrestling's what you see on tv on saturday night live from right. the sportatorium a, yeah wrestling's a professional sport so uh this is profession, professional wrestling yeah um and it's a uh, waw waco association of wrestling and we're going to be um going live uh tomorrow night at, at seven so we got the we don't have the extra 30 minute wait there ward so yeah, nice uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna kick off at 7 7 p.m uh tomorrow um and it's gonna be awesome um ryan ward uh, if, if uh, uh i guess y'all have game i guess uh ryan has a game today so ryan if you want to come out to the the wrestling event um you know uh we'd love to see you out there i just might have to take you up on that all right. So where's um, where's it going to be? It's going to be at Brotherwell Brewing, um, out there uh, uh, in East Waco, um, and we're going to have um, there's going to be five total matches. Uh, there'll be a uh, a women's match. There'll be a 
uh, triple threat match, uh, which is pretty much you got three guys in the ring and they're uh, wrestling. It's uh, pretty much a, a no holds barred type situation for that one. Uh, and then we're going to have a championship match um, that's going to be what they call a dog collar match. And um, what that is, is uh, each of the. Or the Humane Society, I might add. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. So, so well, what that means is each wrestler is going to put on a dog collar and then uh, we're going to get a 16 foot long rope and connect the dog collars. So they're pretty much uh, can't get away from each other um, and they'll be wrestling uh, to, to the winner. So it should be a, a pretty entertaining match. You've never seen a dog collar match in person. I want to. I want to be in that triple whatever match. I want to be the dude that's over in the corner resting while the rest, while the other two dudes are going at it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what I would be doing. I'd be underneath the ring, uh, you know, waiting for one of them to, you know, take a hard fall and try to run out and pin him real quick. You know, kind of like Mutual of Omaha. Remember that? Uh, while Fred wrestles the alligator, I'm going to sit on the <laughs> bank and 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 have a glass of tea. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, guys. Are you guys old enough uh, to remember that show? I know Ward is. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm, good show. I don't know if I've seen it or not, great, but great I, show. Um, no, it was a, it was a, it was a, it really was. It was two guys, and the the program was called Mutual of Omaha Wild Kingdom, and and really one guy would go in there, and, you know, well, you know, while Ward wrestles the anaconda, uh, you know, <laughs> Tom is going to barbecue ribs. <laughs> I mean, <he> was, <laughs> So, <laughs> oh man, but yeah, y'all, it should be a lot of fun. Um, you know, I was gonna wear my luchador mask up to the uh, the station yesterday, but I don't want I don't want to tackle me or something. So uh, I that's right. Wear it, but <laughs> all right. So. Hey, quick word about what's going on uh, at at the at the at the shelter. I know you guys got big numbers, and that's not good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We are uh, uh, very full. Um, we had, um, I think, uh, definitely over 200 dogs, 209 dogs, something like that. Um, and then, you know, we're definitely struggling. We have a lot of uh, sick dogs, um, at the shelter right now. And so, um, we can't really get any dogs out to uh, surgery or out to foster or out to rescues because they're all sick. And so we can't send a sick dog out, um, to get other dogs sick in somebody's home or something. But so, you know, Pretty much, we we're at the point right now where we can't really get any dogs to leave the shelter, but we're still getting dogs coming in the shelter, and we don't have room to put them. So, um, you know, if you do see a stray dog out there, you know, please, uh, you know, get a microchip scanned, um, go knock on some doors, uh, and try to hang on to it if you can, because right now we're just, you know, really hurting for space, and we don't want to uh, lose any animals right now. And uh, if 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 you can foster, you please help out. And if you don't know, want to come adopt, and then they can certainly do that as well. Where can they come, and how can they get a hold to you guys? Yes, sir. We are at twenty thirty two Circle Road, uh, Monday through Friday from eleven to six, Saturday from ten to five. Um, and uh, you know, like I said, we do have you know quite a few sick dogs right now. So um, if you don't have any animals at your home right now. Um, you know, you could come foster a dog and wouldn't really put any of your dogs at risk for getting sick. But, um, you know, we do have, you know, some sick dogs. So just, you know, definitely um, be aware of that when you're, when you're coming in. But, you know, the city vet team is incredible and they're getting they're all taken care of and all that good stuff. But 
uh, it's just one of those things where, you know, sometimes a bug goes around and, you know, just close proximity like that, the dogs get sick. So it doesn't happen often, but it does happen every once in a while. We've got a, a you know, top-notch team up there at the Wake Animal Shelter taking care of it. So, um, but we would love to see y'all come up and, and foster adoption of these dogs. All right. Hey, Mike, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Uh, and that's the uh, Mike Gray with the Animal Humane Society of Central Texas. 708 this morning. And uh, it's Rangers beat the Yankees 4-2 to two yesterday. Judge did not play. Uh, he took the day. I kind of thought he would. Got the record. Take a quick break. Uh, get ready for uh, for the divisional championship. But uh, I was just scanning the Rangers just missed the wild card spot, so we begin today officially the oh, countdown no. to the American League West Championship. No. So that begins today. So mm. we'll keep you posted on how that's how that's working out. You know, it's <laughs> they'll be in spring training in February. That's not that far away. Six mm. months from the start of the season, you're already having doubts, Ward. Uh, yeah, they don't have a manager. They don't have oh that manager thing's overrated. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have pitching staff. They don't have coaching staff. What do they have? They got a middle infield, five hundred thirty oh, yeah. million dollars. <laughs> Forgot about that. What they finished at sixty-eight wins, Six, eight-win eight improvement. From yeah, eight-eight eight game improvement for five hundred thirty million dollars. Uh, How much is that per game? <laughs> too much. <laughs> So anyway, uh, playoffs do begin uh, uh, the, the coming first of the week. So we'll, we'll talk more about that a little later on. But I just wanted to point out that they just by an mm. eyelash missed out on that wild card spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what were they, 18 games oh, out of the wild card? Like that. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, did you figure out how much it is per game? Oh, no, let me do that. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to. Uh, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Eight games is clearly not enough when they were thinking, uh, let's see if we can't uh, They only finished 38 games behind the Strohs. So you say there's a chance. (laughs) No, I'm saying there's not. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, last night, Baylor Volleyball wins again. Boy, they are good. They're 13-3, 3-1 in conference. They beat Oklahoma. They uh, have now won 13 matches in a row against OU. They own Oklahoma when it comes to uh, to Big 12 volleyball. So, uh, good stuff there. But uh, Baylor 13-3 and three and 3-1 uh, and one in the conference with their victory over Oklahoma. All right, 7-10. Here's what's coming up today. We're, we're going to get into uh, some Cowboy football with R.J. Achoa. We'll talk Big 12 football with Josh Neighbors. And we'll talk some uh, Baylor and uh, high school football with Bryce Cherry. That's all straight ahead on the program. Remember, if you miss something, maybe, you let the, maybe the job got in the way. Of, uh, of listening to the program. That happens from time to time. You can always go catch those interviews and, and the entire program, for that matter, on our website at SyntexSportsFan.com. That's SyntexSportsFan.com. So check that out. And uh, you can uh, uh, you can check that out uh, just whenever you get an opportunity. We have all of the uh, all of the interviews, all of the broadcasts uh, from John Morris and Matt and everybody. It's all, uh, it's all available for you on a podcast on ESPN's uh, Central Syntex uh, Sports Fan. All right, uh, if uh, something is going on in your world and uh, something is going on in the world of sports that uh, you want to talk about, uh, you can always drop us a line, and you can do so on our CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty two five four 
662-1660 for the CNC Collision Center text line. It's uh, seven minutes, uh, make that 11 minutes after 7 a.m. as we kick off a brand new day. We are in the Alan Samuel Studios, and we're right back with more in just a moment. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Wednesday at my local grocery store is $5 sushi day. Aaron, are you a sushi guy? Negative. There's an awesome invention called fire, and it does a really great job of cooking things and making them taste uh, great and killing yeah. bacteria and parasites and things that raw yeah. food may contain. Oh, it's kind of fun to say those things when a guy's just told you he could <laughs> soup some sushi. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boys Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson. I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt. And all those big league experts couldn't help? You have access to anything, but none of it worked. Finally, he got fitted with Good Feet Arch Supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Good Feet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Good Feet store. Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com. 
the children's music and dance teacher who couldn't cha-cha. I was always on my feet. It was just so painful. Elisa couldn't let her students down, so she stepped up and went to the Good Feet store for personally fitted arch supports. I would work an entire day, and my feet didn't hurt at the end of the day. That was when I knew, wow, these are different. But the really good part? It's good to be dancing together again. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 716, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up in about 15 minutes, RJ Ochoa going to talk some Cowboy football with us. Cowboys get ready for the Rams and... Uh, We'll have that game for you Sunday afternoon. 2.30 for the pregame, 3.25 for the kickoff. The Rams and the Cowboys, and it's right here on your home for Dallas Cowboys football, ESPN Central Texas. Right now, we are going to do – we're going to talk some high school football. And I'm looking forward to this week. I think there's a couple of really intriguing football games, and we'll get to those as we roll along here on this – on this Friday. So, uh, Ryan, go ahead and walk us through all of our uh, our high school football picks, and we'll uh, we'll get those done for you today. As Tom said, a lot of great games this week for the Week 7 Pick'ems, and we'll start off with Tom's game tomorrow night at Waco ISD Stadium. Red Oak comes in to take on the Waco Lions. Tom, what do you see in this game? I, I think this is a good Red Oak football team. I mean, they really are. There's, there's several teams that are – I don't know that there's a great team in in District 4, 5A, but I think there's several really good ones, and this is one of them. I, I'm going to take Red Oak uh, coming to Waco. Ward. Red Oak. Uh, Aaron and I agree. Red Oak across the board. Then, Ward, your game, Temple at Midway. What do you see in this one, Ward? Temple. I, I think the same thing about this district. I don't know that there's a great team, but I think there's several really good ones. I want this to become a rivalry. I I, I, I just think this this could be cool, Midway and, and Temple, you know, uh, but in this game right now, with all the injuries that uh, the Panthers have suffered and and uh, where uh, Coach Stewart's got the, the Wildcats, I'm going to go Temple in this one. Aaron and I agree. Temple across the board. And then my game, which will be played tonight, Pflugerville comes into Waco ISD Stadium to take on the University Trojans. I like the Trojans in this one, Ward. Pflugerville. I went back and forth on this. You can see my paper's got a little scratch on it. Uh, I'm going to take University simply because they're at home. And then Aaron says University as well. Marlin at Crawford. I will I will take the Pirates in this one, Tom. This I'm telling you, this is going to be a good football game. Those two wins that the Marlin Bulldogs have have come after mm-hmm. they got some people healthy. This uh this is this is a rematch of a playoff game from a year ago. And Crawford's not gonna forget how last nope. year went. Uh Marlin Marlin's two wins came have come in district play. So this is two undefeateds in district. <sighs> I'm going to go Crawford at home, uh, but I think this is going to be a really good football game. And Aaron says Crawford, Ward? <laughs> Crawford. you got to <laughs> score on them before you can beat them. Yeah, that's right. Salado at Robinson. Aaron will take Robinson here, Tom. I don't know. I mean, this is back and forth. Uh, this is coin flip time. I'm going Salado. I'm going Salado as well, Ward. I'm Salado. And Lake Belton at Colleen, Ward. Lake Belton. Lake Belton for me and Aaron as well. Yeah, it's Lake Belton. Then Connolly at Gatesville. Tom? Uh, I'm going to take the Cadets. Ward? Gatesville. And then uh, Aaron and I say Connolly, so Ward is the outlier on this one. And then a big district. Did you say Ward was a liar? No, 
Ward was the outlier. Oh, so he lies outside, does he? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I've seen him lie inside. Trust me. Moving <laughs> <laughs> uh, <so laughs> on, Little River Academy at Cameron Yo. Aaron and I have Yo in this one. Ward. Yo, Yo. And then Fairfield at Mahaya. Aaron and I have Mahaya in this one. Tom. I'm going Fairfield. Mahaya. I, so I'm the I'm the liar, huh? <laughs> You're the liar in this one. <laughs> and Tom. I lie inside and outside as well. <laughs> Our 10th and final game of the Week 7 Pickums, a unbelievable matchup in Class 2A. This is a district opener, by the way. This could very well decide the district champion here. Bremond at Chilton, Tom. (sighs) I don't know. I mean, they're both really good football teams. Uh, I'm going to take Jeff Kosowski's Bremond Tigers. Ward. Bremond. And this, I went back and forth on this one as well. This is a true pick'em game. I went with Chilton, and so did Aaron. So that well, we're split on that deal. We are yeah. split. How about so that? The week seven pick'ems. Well, uh, talk to me a little bit about Midway and Temple. I mean, again, I, I, I'm I'm promoting rivalry week with this game, and, and I'm not. I don't think I'm getting very far. No, you're not. You're not getting very far. Not not yet in this one. I I I do think that these teams know each other from previous games, although it's been just a handful. Uh, they've, for the most part, been all competitive. Um, but I think that... But you told me Temple has never beat Midway? Never. They're never. Midway 6-0 and against Temple. How about that? Yeah. So, it, it, and look, that that has, you know, that carries a little bit of weight. There's no doubt. But I just think the way that Temple is playing right now, starting to feel their tracks a little bit, the offense, his running game is getting going, uh, and they can, you know, they can do some other things. Defense is doing a really good job of making those in-game adjustments, and you saw it last week against Pflugerville Weiss, being able to do that as well. Um, and they played a lot of snaps last week, and were able to hold up with that. So I just think that the defense is coming along so well for the Temple Wildcats that. They have the advantage in this one, and, and and as you pointed out, you know Midway right now is is just not reeling, but they're they're feeling some effects from some injuries that they did not expect. Oh yeah, especially after moving the quarterback over and and having some success, may have found the right ingredient for their offense, and then all of a sudden they lose him. Um, that's got to be a little bit of you know a, a setback, and you know, not only you know, physically on the field, but mentally for that team as well. No, so. there's no doubt. Junior Thornton, they made the move and put Junior Thornton at the mm-hmm. quarterback spot, and he became more of a dual threat. Right. And really that that improved the running game, and it, and it gave, uh, you know, Dom an opportunity to, 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 you know, because they didn't have to key on him. There was all kinds of good things that were happening yeah. offensively with the football team, and then uh, he goes down, and so now you got to kind of go back and circle the wagons again and and, and – Kind of go back to what you were doing, I guess. I don't. I don't know how they'll how they'll approach it. I think it's going to be a really good football game, a really competitive football game, like every game twelve six A is going to be this I year. Just like it. they're thirty miles apart. Yeah, let's and go. So I think that you know it. You're going to have to. You're going to have to come to play, and and the Temple Wildcats cannot just stroll into Panther Stadium and expect to to do something. I Midway is going to be a tough out. But I think Temple comes out with a, a close football game tomorrow night. You know, I was just thinking, uh, we talked yesterday about A&M and their back to the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, 
the West Virginia team next week with their back against the wall. I, I don't know that their back is against the wall, but they're backing up a little bit, the Midway Panthers, for, well, if, for a playoff spot. If, if they want to have a hope in a playoff spot, this is a game they probably need to win tomorrow night. So, anyway, should be a lot of fun. Look forward to the opportunity to uh, to check that game out. That'll be Friday night over on our sister station, and uh, that is uh, Fox Sports Central Texas, 7 p.m. for the pregame. Boy, set your alarm. 7.30 for the kickoff. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks. 7.30 for the kickoff. And then, of course, uh, the Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show right back here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll have Red Oak and Waco. And, again, that will be a 6.30 pregame show. Uh, which, And I would tell you this. I'm still getting trying to get accustomed to those 6.30 pregames. That is Will you stop it? It's, it's different. I'm used to 7 p.m. with a 7.30 gig. But you remember the days when we had 8 p.m. kickoffs? Oh, yeah, I do. I remember it, that. It used to be about half the season was 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, after daylight savings time, you went to 7.30. But, you know, 8 p.m. kick. and mm-hmm. But now it's 7 p.m. kicks. And I, I guess maybe it has something to do with the, the distance of travel. I don't know. I mean. Yeah, probably. That has something to do with it. I I think that's a, a real good factor in, in it. Just, Not so much getting home, getting there after everybody has to get off work and then, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. get, get, get everything taken care right. of and then get over to the game site. So, anyway. All right, there you go. It's uh, 725. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented by Alan Samuels. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And right now at Allen Samuels, you can check out the 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Star Edition with values up to $6,500 off or get $1,750 in bonus cash plus 2.9% financing for 72 months. Or you can take 0% for 72 months. Just, just go check it out. Pick out the one you want. Sit down, work it out with them. They'll, uh, they're going to work with you. They're going to make sure that they put you in the best situation for you and your family as you drive away in that brand new 2022 Ram 1500. Best selection of cars, new and pre-owned vehicles in Central Texas, and of course they've uh, they've uh, got a great service department as well. Ted Teague and his staff waiting to take care of you and, and start that relationship or, or continue the relationship in most cases. It's at 201 West Loop 340. They're just down from Highway 84. If you want to go online and check out Alan Samuels, you could do so at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. If you want to give them a call, easy, 254-772-1000. Who can't remember that number? Seven seven two one thousand. It's Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Hi everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. A rookie will go against the best of the best Sunday in LA. Tyler Smith tells you about facing Aaron Donald right after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savanna. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Cowboys rookie first rounder Tyler Smith has played well at left tackle in place of the injured all-pro Tyron Smith, but Sunday will be Tyler's first game to go against a defensive line featuring three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year Aaron Donald, who's the stalwart of the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. And while Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy calls Donald a game wrecker, Tyler Smith says he embraces this chance to go against the most elite defender in the game. You know, he brings to the table a super elite player. You know, teams around the league recognize that. So you have to stay tight, you know, be really a song and song when it comes to him. And, you know, you know, that's just a great dude to go against, especially as a rookie, I feel like. The Cowboys defense will get a boost Sunday in L.A. with safety J. Ron Kirsch returning to action after missing three games with a knee injury. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Your Cowboy Report is brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Check them out at richardcarr.com. It's time to start prepping for your football festivities at Specs. Specs knows tailgating in Texas is serious business. And that's why we've got a seriously big selection of everything you need to turn every game into the big game. Raise your team spirits to new heights with world-class wines, craft cocktails, ice-cold beers, and enough gourmet snacks to keep your team fueled up for the season. It's tailgate season at Specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games in week six of college football season, including Texas A&M versus Alabama, Florida State versus North Carolina State, Texas and Oklahoma, Appalachian State versus Texas State, BYU versus Notre Dame. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs, Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods. The fun starts here. Baylor Football on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at Alliance Bank Texas. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. With a 4-2 win over the Yankees, the Texas Rangers finished the season 68-94 in fourth place in the American League West, 38 games behind division champion Houston. 
Astros, meanwhile, are headed to the postseason with the best record in the American League at 106 and 56, a full 16 games ahead of second place Seattle. In college football last night, Central Florida beat SMU 41-19. Week 5 of the NFL season gets underway tonight with the Colts visiting Denver. The University Trojans get the jump start on this week's high school action, entertaining Pflugerville tonight. You can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk Cowboys with R.J. Ochoa from Blogging the Boys on ESPN Central Texas. Seven thirty-one. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Ron, we're glad you're with us as we move through a, t- a th- Tuesday, Thursday morning. <laughs> I'm going to have to like start you okay writing. Over there? I'm no, I'm not. I don't know what's going on. I got to start writing things down. <laughs> it's Thursday. It's 2022. You know, it's October. We have a game on our airwaves tonight. Yeah, we got a game. We do. Mm, yes, we do. Oh, that's right. Ne- next door. Mm-hmm. Next door. Studio three. <laughs> Cowboys and the Rams coming up right here on ESPN Central Texas Sunday afternoon. And we welcome into the program from Blog of the Boys, RJ Achua. RJ, good morning. How are we? Good morning, guys. I just now have gotten used to riding 22 on the dates. Takes you know, I was doing 21 <laughs> for like nine months. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, how much credit do you have to give Mike McCarthy and Kellen Moore and the offensive staff for? holding this thing together and, and doing the right thing with with Cooper Rush? You know, I think there's um, – I mean, credit is ultimately the right word. I think there's some humility that's involved um, in recognizing your offensive limitations um, and understanding, you know, where you can take advantage, where you can, can try to survive offensively. Again, given the, the ceiling that you have in Cooper Rush, we've seen that. We've seen the Cowboys, you know, utilize play action and be a little bit more bold on first down and try to win there. I mean, they know that they can't get into third and long. They know they can't get into in 10, you know, point deficits, 14 point deficits, Cooper rush can't throw them out of this. And so um, I, I think, you know, there, this is a, a holy trinity of credit that, that people, you know, don't necessarily agree with. I mean, people tend to ascribe credit only to Dan Quinn, all hail the mighty Dan Quinn and good for him. I mean, he, he deserves his fair share. I think Kellen deserves, you know, props for, uh, for, for watering this thing down, you know, it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, kind of like a, a baby that can't handle all the formula. You got to add a little bit more water to, to make it a little bit more palatable. And, and Kellen has done that. And, and I think McCarthy, McCarthy's the person who people kind of refuse to credit. Um, you know, I don't know how much of that you guys see, but I think people are, are still stuck to their priors on that. They think he's worthless. They think he offers nothing. And they think he's just kind of riding the coattails of everybody else. But um, while you can poke at this streak and, and say that the quality of opponents are, is a little bit weak, I mean, the fact is, I mean, you know, the, we thought these dudes were buried, and, um, you know, they're, they're like a bunch of zombies walking around the graveyard right now. How big a deal is it that Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy, and I think it's a combination of both of them getting together, uh, and it may be Mike McCarthy walked down the hall, I would hope so, and said, hey, look, we've got to stay fairly basic and not put too much information out there to make this thing roll can they continue to do that even when Dak Prescott gets back I mean you would hope so and, and I think that that synchronization is is what has been their their calling card is, is kind of the foundation for why they're having success it sounds so so simple right like hey why doesn't the whole football team you know work work towards the the same goal 
Um, but that doesn't often happen in the NFL. And, and, and so to that point, I think that, you know, Mike and Kellen have, have understood the assignment, have understood, hey, look, we're, we're just going to have to hold on to this bull. You know, like we don't, we don't need a ride for an hour. We need 13 seconds because that's what Dan Quinn's going to give us. And they play that way. They, they play really, truly, totally are playing complimentary football all the way around. Um, which again, hasn't been the case, at least with this team for a long time. And so you, you have to learn that lesson. You, you have to, you know, in that sense, you, you kind of hope this has all been a, a bit of a blessing in disguise, but I think the Cowboys have, have relied on Dak too much. I mean, they have, um, you know, you ever like, why don't you sleep on one side or something like that? And then you, you lean over and your, your left arm is like completely weak because you've never used it or, or something like that. Um, that's, that's what has happened in the past. And, and I think they have to recognize that, yes, they have a superstar quarterback, a franchise quarterback, somebody who can throw them out of situations that sometimes you find yourself in through the nature of, of an NFL game. But that cannot be your plan. That cannot be your disposition. And if it is, you're, you're really going about this the wrong way. Busy with RJ Achoa from Blog of the Boys does a great job with uh, Blog of the Boys, and you can you can check that out online. Uh, RJ, as I've heard it described by some of the national talking heads as the Cowboys actually game planning the way this team was meant to be game planned, the way it was constructed. They're finally game planning with Cooper Rush at quarterback the way the the entire the way it was it meant to be from the very beginning. Do, do you prescribe to that? I think so. Um, I mean, this, you know, it's hard to understand or, you know, try to understand what the very beginning, you know, what, what the original intention was for, for this, this constructed, uh, constructed Cowboys team, because they were so limited and, and it almost, you know, kind of feels like they purposefully, you know, went about this, you know, to, to be at full strength come week four, week five. I mean, you know, all that's evidenced by the fact that Michael Gallup, you know, didn't make his debut until last week. And so, I just, you know, I, I think that they've gotten a little bit lucky, you know, and, and there's no shame in that, right? Like better lucky than good. Um, but they kind of planned on luck and, and that's a really irresponsible way to go about it. But it was that, I mean, you know, you, you could argue that they, they banked on luck uh, because they knew the quality of their opponents was going to be down because they, they didn't, uh, they weren't impressed or intimidated by the Bengals. And, and they, they knew that all they had to do was kind of survive, get to the middle of October and, you know, I don't know that anybody thought that this, this upcoming Lions game in two weeks would be a little bit more intense than, than it looks. But, um, yeah, I mean, this this was in a weird way the plan, and that was my problem all along. I mean, I, I, I equated the Cowboys as the, the little piggy who built his house out of twigs. Um, and, you know, here here came the rainstorm and, you know, all the, the hurricane force winds. Um, and, and lo and behold, it it stood up. <laughs> so, so good for them. I mean, they're, they're safe and warm and dry. For the defensive side of the ball, Micah Parsons, how healthy is he right now? I mean, I, I think Micah is is a, a, a hundred emoji. I mean, I, I you know, I, he has – it's the NFL. You know, I, people say, like, nobody's ever 100%. I think Micah Parsons is, is exactly where you need him to be. That's, that's among – if I have, like, a hundred worries about the Cowboys, that doesn't even crack my list. I, I know Tyler Smith and what the projections were for him, but stepping in and playing that left tackle spot, has he exceeded expectation in this in this football season? I, I think anybody who, who says no is, is lying through their teeth. I mean, and again, that's something that completely stumbled into, right? Like, And, and they'll sit here and they'll say, hey, we knew he was, he was going to be our left tackle in the future. And, and I'll give them their credit. I mean, they, they certainly saw something that, that most people did not. I mean, however – 
I mean, they played him at guard. <laughs> like they, they spent the whole summer, you know, playing him at guard, and it wasn't until the Tyron injury that, that forced the issue um, that, that they finally kicked him out to tackle. And, in fact, they, they were themselves were so initially unsure that they hedged their bet by signing Jason Peters. And, and Jerry himself acknowledged a week and a half ago that, that they didn't think that Peters could play guard if, if it came down to that. And so, you know, sometimes you, you, you just kind of wind up here and, and you're grateful. And now I, I wouldn't go as far as saying that what was a weakness is now a strength. But, yeah, I mean, Tyler is, is one of the 10 best players on the team. I mean, that, that is it's incredible. I mean, that just that does not happen. Dudes don't come in and, and play left tackle at that level in general let alone after playing guard for the entire summer. I mean, what, what he's done is truly, truly, truly special. What did you think about the receiving core adding Michael Gallup in that Washington game? How much better is this overall as a group? I love Noah Brown, but I'm, I'm very grateful that he doesn't have to carry, you know, the, the group by himself anymore. Um, and so it's been nice to have CD kind of come along as Michael Gallup is introduced and, I, I, this, this was it, right? Like this was the first opportunity we had. Granted, Dak Prescott wasn't there, but to see what the Cowboys thought was enough, right? Number one, if you want to call it that, a CD Lamb. Number two, a Michael Gallup, and you know it was really successful. I mean, they both caught touchdowns. If, if you consider that, you know, a benchmark to clear. Um, and, and the exciting thing is he's only going to get better. He's only going to improve. He's only going to get healthier. He's only going to get more comfortable as, as he gets kind of caught up to all of this. And so. Um, having him back was, was a huge sort of, you know, burst of, of wind in these sails. Um, and, and that's kind of where they're at. I mean, they're, that's what's really exciting. And, and I keep you know trying to measure my own patience is they're three and one and, and they're getting all these dudes back. Like reinforcements are coming. They only forecast to be better than this. Um, and, and if you look at the landscape of the NFL, I mean, you know, scoring is down, offense is down, you know, with the exception of teams like the Eagles and, and Chiefs and Bills right now. Um, but, but every other team, I mean, you know, the, the Packers, they're struggling offensively, but like, that's the group, right? Like, like those are the dudes who got to go sing the songs every night. Meanwhile, the Cowboys still have to get the front men back. And so if this offense can, could stabilize, or at least, you know, return closer to the mean, I mean, we're, we're talking about a legitimate contender here, which seemed absolutely impossible four weeks ago. The, uh, NFC West, uh, where the where the Rams play across the board, they're all five hundred. Are, are you surprised? Let's start with LA. Are you surprised LA is two and two? A little, or not really, honestly. I mean, just a little, and, and you know, I'll ride the fence, I guess. Um, I, I thought that both Super Bowl teams last season had, had a bit of a you know fluky kind of Cinderella run, and you know, there's no shame in that, right? Like, <laughs> like the, the ring still counts the same, um, but. I mean, they, they got really, they, they played the Cardinals in the wild card round who, who finished terribly. Of course they beat the Cowboys. Um, they almost blew a massive lead to the bucks in the divisional round. And then they were a Jaquiski tart interception that he dropped away from losing the NFC title game. And then they, they kind of like barely eked out the Super Bowl. And so, I mean, they're, they're an extremely top heavy team and, and that formula has worked, but, but if your superstars aren't playing at superstar level, it just isn't enough. And so, it, it makes sense that they ran into a buzzsaw that, that is the Bills. And, and the Niners have kind of always had their number, and they're, they're, they're a much more deeper roster. Do you expect Dan Quinn to pull up some, some heavy blitz packages against the Rams this week because they've had extreme difficulty throwing the ball down the field? Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, that, that candy, you know, the, the baby's holding the candy, and, like, the goal is to get the candy. So, like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, if the baby cries, like, again, the, your job is to get the candy in this situation. And so I think Matthew Stafford was pressured on something like 47% of dropbacks on Monday night. 
great. Let's up it. Get to 50. You know, I mean, and, and, you know, all due respect to the mighty 49ers defense, they do not have a cover man like Trayvon Diggs. And so I, I'm so excited that I'm going to write about this before the weekend. I'm, I just cannot wait for this game for Trayvon Diggs. He's really kind of started to announce himself as a truly top elite cover corner in the NFL. And I think he's starting to get a little bit of his flowers from, from people who doubted him. And, and if he goes out there and he neutralizes Cooper Cup, I mean, what what is there for Stafford to do? I mean, that's his, like, playing, right? Drop back, look for Cooper, throw the ball. I mean, and so if you can get Trayvon taking him out of the equation and then the Cowboys pass rush can get home once or twice, I mean, that's, that's going to be a long day at the office for him. Is this a low-scoring game? It doesn't need to be for the Cowboys. I don't know that it, well, yeah, I think it actually does. It doesn't need to be. And this Cowboys team isn't, you know, equipped to score 30 points at, at the moment. All due respect, again, to Cooper, who, who's done everything, you know, flawlessly. But but obviously he has limitations, as we've talked about. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know what the over-under is. But, I I mean, without knowing, I'll take the under. I mean, this, the, the Cowboys offense is just going to kind of hold on, ride the bull, like we said. And the Rams are going to have trouble. I mean, the Rams have like four touchdowns on the, on the season. And I know we're, we're really early, but I mean, this was a high flying offense a year ago. They look really broken. Matthew Stafford's arm is like falling off or, you know, whatever the situation is, he's getting beat up every throw, every other throw. So yeah, I mean, they didn't score a touchdown Monday night. And I know there are people who believe the San Francisco defense is the best one in the NFL, but even if Dallas is second best, I mean, they're, they're awfully close. And so I, I think it'll be a similarly tough day as far as points are concerned. RJ, were you surprised former Cowboy Cole Beasley called it a retirement yesterday? Cole has had such a, a, an interesting um, last few years, uh, to, to put it mildly. Um, <laughs> always a, a really interesting player. I mean, somebody who, who kind of marched to the beat of his own drum. Um, a lot of people, I'm sure you guys remember, he, he almost retired at the very beginning. He, he actually had to be convinced by Jason Garrett to return to, to Cowboys training camp and um, Carb got a really, really nice career, um, and and kind of bet on himself when he went to Buffalo, and that was before the the Josh Allen you know renaissance that we've seen, and and that aged really well for him. Um, and and so I'm, I I I mean it's 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 weird, obviously. Hey, you play two games and then you you, you chunk deuces or whatever. But I mean retirement is you know, people say you you can't be you know halfway pregnant or whatever. Once you are, you are. And it just kind of feels like once you once you know you're done, you're done. And maybe Cole needed that last kind of cup of coffee to, to realize that, that he needed to quit it. And so um, the, the Bucks are in a weird place. I know people are, are kind of making different narratives out of that retirement. But, um, I mean, he, he truly was. If we wrote a book about the Jason Garrett era in Dallas, I mean, he'd be one of the most important people. And he, he helped, you know, the transition from Tony Romo to Dak Prescott. He's a really underrated player in Dallas Cowboys history. RJ, man, what are you working on uh, today for blogging the boys? Well, really excited to kind of just discuss more about Trayvon Diggs and Cooper Cup. Um, this morning, I have an article going out about what we talked about. I think, you know, it's it's okay to give Mike McCarthy his credit. I mean, you know, you can give some to Dan Quinn. You can give some to Kellen Moore. But, but Mike deserves a lot. I mean, we, we thought these dudes were done with. And, um, and and so I just, you know, sat, sat behind the keyboard last night after watching Survivor and just, uh, you know, <laughs> through, through my bouquet at Mike McCarthy's feet. As always, RJ, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Have a great day, buddy. You too, guys. Have a good weekend. See you later. He was watching Survivor and writing a story about the Cowboys. How about that? I, I was just looking, uh, guys, at the uh, at the NFC West. I mentioned that they're all two and two, right? Uh, but here's the crazy part: all of them are negative when it comes to points scored, points given up, with the exception of the Forty ers 
San Francisco's a plus 25, by the way. They're pretty impressive, even though they're 2-2. Two and two. Everybody else, the Rams are a negative 24. The Seahawks a negative 20, and Arizona a negative 15. So the, the Rams over four games have given up almost 25 points more uh, over those four games than, you know, defensively than their offense has scored. So now, I, I don't think the defense is the biggest problem. And, and you just pointed it out. Yeah. Their offense has scored. Right now, they're, they are not a very good offensive football team. If it's not Cooper Cup that Matthew Stafford is throwing the ball to, it's nobody or it's the other color jersey. They, they are not stretching the field at all. And that induces defenses to pin their ears back and come right at him. And it's making things very difficult on one Matthew Stafford right now. To your, they don't have a deep threat. To your point, the Rams are scoring 17 and a half a game. Yeah, that's that's just that's, – In an offensive league? Yeah, that's not going to get everything is predicated – I mean, everything is, is committed to the offense. Yeah, they're struggling. Rules and everything. And, and like RJ pointed out, you take Cooper Cup out of the equation, it, they're, they're in really bad shape. So that's going to be interesting to see how Dan Quinn dials that up. I'm excited about it. So you're going to pick the Cowboys to win? I think, yeah, I think I the do. Cowboys. I do. I, I, agree. I really do. I think the Cowboys win. I, I'm, I mean, I'm not seeing it through the the blue and silver. I, no. I really think they go into LA I, and win the it, game. And I do because of the the struggles that this Rams offense has. Now, look, they may against come out, a really good Cowboy defense. Yes, this defense is legit. They haven't this, seen this defense. This no. defense can can flat play football. No, they're as good as San Francisco's defense. Oh, don't every bit no, of. Don't make no mistake about it. Yeah. And, and again, when you got one guy, and look, Coop, Cooper is. A great receiver, and he mm-hmm. bails him out a lot. But if, again, if that's all you've got, you're going to be in trouble against a team like the Cowboys because they'll figure out a way to it. Maybe not stop him, but they're going to be able to limit him a little bit. And I, I want to see what Micah Parsons does in this game. I mean, from a pressure standpoint, how many different spots will he line up on the well, football field? I, you know, Four, he, five? Him and open just by a happen to account for him opens up Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, absolutely, Lawrence does. could have a huge game. And, and did the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, Micah Parsons did not have a sack, and you're like, well, what happened? What, what he did was he drew all the attention mm-hmm. and allowed other guys to, to make plays, yeah, which you, is perfectly fine. Yeah, you got to pick your poison. Yeah, absolutely. And, and when you've got some guys that they can get home on that side of the ball, more than one, it, it makes a huge difference on how you're going to game plan and be able to scheme that up front blocking wise. And so I, I, I really think that this is a, this is a huge game for this defense. Should be fun. Two thirty for the pregame right here on ESPN central Texas with Brad Sham, Babe Loffenberg and Christy scales. Look forward to it. All right. Seven We're right back for more in just a moment. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. High formation. Ferguson, the fullback. Only heard here. In front of Elliott. Third and goal from the one. All season. Handoff. Elliott coming right. Pushing. Goal line. Bangs in. Touchdown, Elliott. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the L.A. Rams. Live from SoFi Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Rams, Sunday at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. 
If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Your one stop for all farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all of your animals, they're an official Purina dealer. Bar None Country Store also stocks lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, ag hardware, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go by and say hello to Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store. 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville and at barnonecountrystore.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. With a 4-2 win over the Yankees, the Texas Rangers finished the season 68-94 in fourth place in the American League West, 38 games behind division champion Houston. Astros, meanwhile, are headed to the postseason with the best record in the American League at 106-56, and a full 16 games ahead of second-place Seattle. In college football last night, Central Florida beat SMU 41-19. Week 5 of the NFL season gets underway tonight with the Colts visiting Denver. The University Trojans get the jump start on this week's high school action, entertaining Pflugerville tonight. You can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. All right, 7.54, 6 away from me. We were, we were just talking about baseball playoff. Playoffs begin Tomorrow, and you got uh, in the wild card in the American League, Tampa Bay and Cleveland, and that begins tomorrow with the winner getting the New York Yankees, Seattle and Toronto, fellas, with the winner getting the Houston Astros. Then in the National League, Phillies and St. Louis, and the winner gets Atlanta, and then San Diego and the Mets, and the winner of that series gets the the Dodgers. How about the the Mets? They win nearly a hundred games, and they're a wild card team. team, and. You know they're going out. Uh, you know they're they're they, they get San Diego to start and then they play L.A. 
uh, if they happen to win that series. They, so, they will win that I, I think so, too. I think so, too. Mets are a pretty good baseball team. Yeah, they are. The, the darn thing about this is, as you guys know, in a short series, this is two out of three in a short series, man, anything can happen. One bad you're outing right. on the mound. Huh. Yeah, you're right. Uh, well, it can turn turn in a hurry. That's that's why I like the four out of seven. I think everything should be I like four the out of one seven. game playoff. Do you really? Yeah, I thought that was fun for the wild card. Yeah, I mean, so what you had then is you had the two wild card teams play with the uh, winner of the game, then getting on a plane to fly to one of the divisional champions, right. which was kind of cool. But I mean, it, it was, was it was nine innings, and if you had a bad nine innings, yeah, I mean, was it totally fair? Probably not in the game of baseball and the all aspects of it, but. It was, On the flip it side, was, you don't want to fun. If you don't want to be the wild card team, win don't more be. games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> win more games. All right, seven fifty-five. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Let's welcome in John Morris, the voice of the Bears. He's got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball goes five but wins in the Farrell Center over Oklahoma. We'll give you details. Plus, Baylor Soccer in action tonight at Betty Lou Mays Field. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Jeep Adventure Days, Alan Samuels in Waco is celebrating with an incredible lineup of 2022 models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. These vehicles bring power to plow through any obstacles or the smooth, peaceful ride you'd expect from a Jeep. Jeep SUVs are also known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. Come see what Alan Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep SUV that fits your lifestyle. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. An important update, Baylor Athletics Group Experiences are back. Fans can now purchase exclusive experiences on the Baylor Sports app for an elite in-venue experience at select Baylor Athletic events. Baylor football experiences include on-field photos, sideline access during warm-ups, tunnel access during the team runout, and an in-game radio booth experience with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. There is limited availability, so purchase your experience today through the Baylor Sports app to earn your one-of-a-kind game day experience before it's too late. Now doing his part in preparing champions for life. Here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. It took five sets, but Baylor Volleyball, number 17 in the nation, knocked off Oklahoma last night, 3-2 the final score. A career-scoring night for freshman Allie Check as the Bears stay undefeated at home on the season, run their overall record to 13-3. and They're now 3-1 and in Big 12 Conference play with the win over OU. Next up for Baylor Volleyball on the road at West Virginia Saturday at noon. Meanwhile, Baylor Soccer back home and back in action tonight, hosting Kansas. Two home matches this week, Kansas tonight, Kansas State at home on Sunday. Two big home opportunities says head coach Michelle Leonard. Yeah, I mean, for like I said earlier, everybody's a difficult matchup for us. Um, everybody's a tough game. 
Um, they've got some quality players. They've got a couple kids up front who've shown that they can score goals and be dangerous. Um, I think tomorrow's going to be a chess match as which team is going to really adjust. I know Maddie mentioned that they play a different system than we do, and so it's going to be back and forth on who's going to kind of force their will and who's going to adapt to the other team. We're going to hope to force our will. Um, so I think it's a good game for us to have right now because it challenges us and it puts us in a position to go out and compete and, and have to try to come away with a result. But it's definitely very winnable. And so, you know, we want to feel like we can win these games, but we're going to have to earn it. They feel the same way, I'm sure. Everybody's going to feel the pressure to get a conference result right now. Michelle Leonard and Baylor Soccer in action tonight at Betty Lou Mays Field hosting Kansas. 7 p.m. match time this evening. The broadcast on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. Then the Bears will host Kansas State Sunday at noon, also on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Techstar Equipment Sales is one of the only dealerships that is still family-owned and operated by a local Texan who still cares. Looking for large agricultural equipment? Techstar is the place for Vermeer hay cutters, Baylor's rakes, and many others. Their service department is top-notch, and with multiple field service trucks and a mobile parts department, they can come to you. Techstar is conveniently located in Marlin and Waco off Highway 6. Techstar Equipment Sales. You're not a number, you're family. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to 5 years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Let's go around the Big 12 with Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12 Podcast on ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8 o'clock, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Let's talk Big 12 football. We welcome into the program. From the uh, podcast Locked On Big Twelve, Josh Neighbors. Josh, we all we all penciled in Kansas and TCU with ESPN's game day. Uh, we all had that on the on the list, didn't we? <laughs> I've been saying this a bunch this week, but we have a top twenty game in the Big Twelve with Big Twelve title implications, college game days going, and also Red Rivers happening at the same time elsewhere <laughs> and, you know that, that all that all those accolades all those titles all that window dressing i just put on it usually you think would be reserved for red river in the situation but no the two undefeated teams are tcu and kansas the two top 20 teams are tcu and kansas i think it's pretty safe to say that whoever wins this game we have to consider a major big 12 title challenger for sure to be undefeated either five and zero in tcu's case or six and zero in ku's and i mean uh and red river is the loser of that game's gonna have three losses and be a 500 football team the winner is gonna be four and two so do with that what you will do you think in your opinion that the way this thing is unfolded over the first couple of weeks that the big 12 really does not have a an opportunity to get somebody into the the tournament and and is this this topsy turvy league that we're playing in right now does does is this good for for the for the Big Twelve? 
Yeah, so I would say I think it's like I think for us it's really good. I think for people who like college football, it is good. I think for the casuals, it's not because there's everybody's so concerned about the playoff race. But I feel like this year in particular, we aren't as concerned about the playoff race because the teams that are going to get in are it's pretty much predetermined this year. Like it's going to be. Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, and probably Clemson. I, I think, you know, out of all those, like, I would say Clemson's been the most impressive. Honestly, they, they've had wins over Wake Forest and, and uh, NC State the last couple of weeks. And, like, you know, I, I'm fine with that. And Ohio State, the Big Ten's not very deep. And, you know, uh, the, uh, here's the thing is the Big 12 does not have – there's no Colorado or Arizona State in the Big 12. You put a Big 12 team in the ACC Coastal – um, that big, and I mean any Big 12 team, they probably win it. Georgia Tech just went and beat Pitt last week. They went one and six two weeks ago, and the only win was uh, Pitt over Rhode Island, and they barely beat them. They, they were losing in the third quarter. You know, they don't have that. There's no Vanderbilt here in the Big 12. There is no, you know, the, you know that awful, awful Big 10 West. I mean, you know, we don't have that here in the Big 12. Like, all these teams are pretty good uh, for the most part, right? West Virginia is pretty Jekyll and Hyde, but they went and beat the heck out of Virginia Tech on the road on a Thursday night. So I think from a competitive balance standpoint, it's awesome. We love it. It's really good. It's really fun for the league. From a national perspective, sure, people will dismiss it, but the real college football fans know that the, some of the best games we're going to see this season are going to happen in the Big 12, and some of the most curious results are going to happen here as well. Josh, nobody thought that the Fletcher's Corn Dog would be the biggest attraction in South Dallas this weekend with Texas OU going on, but it is. But how do you see this game? I mean, it, it, is this a a coin flip? You know, is Oklahoma reeling right now? Is, is Texas are they reeling? Are they starting to find their legs? Is is there a clear cut you can look at and say, well, this team has an advantage on Saturday? You know, I actually heard the cor- the corn dogs been mentioned like the places where I've been I've been doing hits and been talking about and doing shows and whatnot. People have talked the corn dog more than they've talked the game itself. Uh, it seems like <laughs> it's the good. State fair, uh, I'm sure it is. It seems like the state fair is more the attraction. The football games just happening, right? <laughs> because of what's happening. Um, look, I don't think Dylan Gabriel. I mean, I don't know. I've got no inside information, but. Good God, did he take a really bad hit last week from Jamoy Hodge? I I think that man. I mean, if Ewers plays, even if Ewers doesn't play, it's Hudson Card. He looked really good last week against West Virginia. This Dylan Gabriel needs to play for this game to be super super competitive. To me, I could be wrong there, but this game tends to be odd. But if you take away Dylan Gabriel and you think about where Oklahoma is. I mean, it's just, it's kind of a mismatch. It really is. Oklahoma is so disorganized right now. Once again, this game was weird. They could bounce back. They could look bad for three straight weeks. But to me, Texas is a three and two team that kind of know that they know their trajectory and where they are. I think Texas is still the most talented team in the big 12. They really shouldn't have lost that Texas tech game. They were up ahead and they just kind of let it go. And I mean, how rarely do we see a player like B. John Robinson fumble it just doesn't happen that often. So, uh, and also the other loss there in that Alabama game there towards the very end. So, if they have viewers back, even if they don't have viewers back, I'm leaning that direction. But we all know this game gets pretty wacky sometimes. It gets weird sometimes. So, I think that's why the spread is as close as it is. But 
Texas feels like the better team with a much more clear identity at this point in time. I think that's pretty hard to argue against. I know they're on an open date, but uh, is it desperate times in Morgantown right now? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a really curious situation because the buyout for Neil Brown is so big. Like, if that was not the case, um, I think it's pretty clear Neil Brown's time would be done there at West Virginia. But they owe him the neighborhood of 15 to $16 million, and that's not something that it sounds like is readily available right now for them, but they can just have it happen. This team's up and down. I think they'll continue to be up and down. I mean, that stretch they put together right after the, you know, like the first part of the year, right? They should have beaten Pitt. They had the weird interception that happens off the hands of Bryce Ford Whedon. And then they could have, they really could have beaten Kansas too, but they had to pick six to end the game. Kind of the only offensive mistake all day. And they're 0-2, and they have two nice wins. I know it's Towson and Virginia Tech, but they beat them both pretty badly. And people kind of liked them. They were last week on the road against Texas, and then they, they kind of flatlined last week on the road against Texas. And C.J. Donaldson got hurt, too. So, yeah, I mean, it's this season's on life support. You know, there's a chance they could go bowling, but I doubt it. They feel like kind of the favorite right now to be the last-place team. And if the last-place team, you know, I think of it as the challenge would be on to find the money to get Neil Brown out of there. And also, you know, he's going to get an opportunity to turn this around, I think, because of the money. But you really don't want the dead man walking coach thing because that makes recruiting really difficult. If, if people feel like your coach is just around because you're paying him a lot, and you're kind of waiting for him, uh, you know, to go by the wayside, that makes, that makes the job of getting players to come by in and play for you very, very difficult. So uh, I think, yeah, I, I think it's a really difficult situation in Morgantown. It doesn't feel like it's getting much better, and I'm not sure how much better it can get this season uh, kind of considering where that team is. TCU and Kansas getting a lot of attention out of the Big 12, and rightfully so. They deserve it for what they've done so far this year. But is is that something for a coach like Mike Gundy to use as bulletin board material to stick in that Oklahoma State locker room to say, hey, look, you want to you want to be at the top of that everybody's talk? Then you've got to – make something happen here. Could that be very dangerous for Texas Tech this weekend? Yeah, I think I think for Texas Tech this weekend, you know, th- this series has not gone their way. It really has not gone their way as, as of late, it feels like. And um, I think for them, you know, for Texas Tech, like figuring out kind of an identity and cleaning stuff up, especially on offensive side of the ball is huge for them. Oklahoma State has a really nice, um, I think a really nice idea of who they are. I think Mike Gundy and Derek Mason and Casey Gunn know what their team is. They know they've got a really good, experienced quarterback in Spencer Sanders. They've got a variety of weapons on offense. They've got a decent offensive line. got a good defensive line. A secondary that will give it up. And it's also a defense that will make some plays, force some turnovers. And they have a pretty good – we saw it last week. I mean, between Tom Hunt and the return game – a pretty good special teams. Uh, and I think that's in this league, it's really important that they're five and oh, I think it's what they are, but five and oh now, um, four or five and oh, I'm forgetting. But, you know, they know exactly who they are. They, they have a clear picture of what their identity is. And that's really valuable. And that can take them pretty far in this league. Do I think they're a top seven team nationally? No, but they are a top 20 team that has a clear idea of who they are, 
that has a really good guy at quarterback who could elevate his game in certain spots. And I think with that, you have to think it's a pretty nice situation to be in if you're Mike Gundy and company. Know who you are, to, to feel this good heading the meat of your schedule, and knock off Baylor the way you did, go back home now. They have a chance to get on a roll. And uh, I think they're worried about themselves in the big games. The big situations will come still with Texas, with TCU, with KU, with Oklahoma, all those, Kansas State, all those fun matchups left in the schedule. The attention will come their way if they keep playing like that. I giggle because you talked about big matchups and you mentioned Kansas. It's just we just don't do that, <laughs> but right. but you do now. I mean, you, right. you have to. If we were, if we were, we're close to the halfway point of the season. If you were handing out conference MVPs and, and, and player of the year and in, in, in those type of things, where would the KU quarterback Jalen Daniels rank for you? He's got to be. I mean, he's got to be. One or two, and I, I think if I had to pick one guy, I'd pick Spencer Sanders. Like the the person who's had the best two conference games, it, it's been Adrian Martinez. But man, he was not he's not very good at the first three. Didn't have to be in the first two. Had needed to be better in the, in the third one. They lost that game. To me, Spencer Sanders just kind of been the most you know consistent throughout the course of that. J, the one knock on Jalen Daniels is the game he played last week against Iowa State where he wasn't that great. But, wow, what a what a revelation he has been. And I, I've talked about the way Lance Leipold does a great job wherever he has been of specifying game plans and schematics to the personnel that he has. At Buffalo, one year they led the Mac in rushing. At Buffalo, in one year they led, they led the league in passing. And so that just shows you, okay, well, what have I got? Let's adapt to that. Well, Jalen Daniels is what he has got on offense, a really special leader, an athletic player who's a pretty good thrower who can distribute the football to all parts of the field. They've got a creative offense, too. I'm sure you guys saw some of the plays they ran last week. They had a handoff from uh, Jalen Daniels to Jason Bean, who threw a pass. Uh, you know, They put three guys in the backfield last week to help clear out space in the run game. But Jalen Daniels is what makes that offense fully tick and, and operational. And so, you know, it, after this week, I'm going to hand out some midseason awards. And Jalen Daniels has a great opportunity against, I think, is a interesting TCU defense. I'm not sure it's a good TCU defense to, to kind of grab that award by the horns and say, all right, I'm the leader in the clubhouse kind of for Big 12 offensive player in the year at this point down. But Spencer Sanders, I think, with his consistent play is right there. So if you had asked me to pick two guys, I would go Sanders. I would go Daniels. I think Martinez might get third just because of how excellent he has been in the last two weeks. Guys, I checked this yesterday. Bet Online has Adrian Martinez with the fifth best Heisman odds. Think about that. I mean, that's just a wild thing to say. But I'd still put him third. I'd put him behind Sanders and Daniels right now. Uh, an off week uh, for Baylor as well as they get ready to go to West Virginia next Thursday night. Uh, last week, Dave Aranda was not happy with the way his team prepared, was not happy with the way his special teams play, was not happy with the way they came out to start the football game, and really questioned whether they have an identity at this point or not. Uh, where where do you see Baylor at 3-2 and two right now heading into West Virginia next Thursday night? Well, this this is a team – I, look, I, I'm not saying I had a great grip on every single team this year. This is a team that actually I, I felt like I had a pretty good understanding of. And that is because 
when they replaced as much as they did at running back in the special teams game at wide receiver in the back end of their defense, not just Jalen Peach with other guys they lost too, at linebacker Terrell Bernard. They made a quarterback change because they wanted the offense to be able to take more shots down the field. They've kind of been adjusting to that. You know, they've got really good players, but it's just going to take, a t- take some time for them to mix. People really, really like Blake Shapin. I really like Reese as well. I really like Monterey Baldwin. He's going to be a really good player. And I know they have good offensive and defensive lines right now, but this stuff just takes time because they replacing so much and it's so new. And maybe this team is a version of what we thought they could be at the start of the season when we hit November, but they're just not there yet. And that's, to me, that's okay. Maybe to some in y'all's neck of the woods, it's not just because of the preseason expectations, but I didn't think this team was going to be a top 10 team. I just didn't see it because of all the transition and change. And I think Dave Aranda is working through that. I think he'll be fine working through it, but I think he is working through that right now. I think the Bailey's coming at the right time. They've had losses to good teams in BYU and Oklahoma State. They're not losing to bad teams. They've snagged. You know, I, I thought the Iowa State win was a very nice win. So they've got something to build off of as they move forward. I'm interested to see how they move forward. Um, but I'm not too concerned. They're actually kind of right where I thought they would be after the first five games, to be honest. What are you working on right now for uh, for Blog of the Boys? What's coming up? I, I, I'm sorry for uh, the yeah, locked on Big good. 12. Yeah. You're good. No worries. Uh, today, we're actually looking at the Heisman conversation. Could a Big 12 player make it to New York? Talking about Jalen Daniels, talking about Spencer Sanders, Adrian Martinez, Deuce Vaughn, B. John Robinson, all of those guys We'll get some shine, and obviously we're going to preview all of the matchups coming up this weekend as well. Find it Locked on Day 12, reach your podcast, and on YouTube, too. Hey, we, we threw it out there. What do you think about the Cowboys and the Rams on Sunday? <laughs> oh, that uh, Cowboys-Rams. <laughs> hey, look, I'll tell you what, man, that Cooper Rush, I, I saw Bobby Wagner's comment about how he's doing with the Blitz. I mean, uh, I'm a Commander's fan, so I got a good look at that game last week. He's he's just like good. He's just a good quarterback, man. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive to see a guy step in. Now, look, I think Dak's better. And I think any conversation about hey, do you, do you maintain Cooper Rush? No, I've I've watched Dak, and we've all watched Dak long enough to know he can do all that stuff that Cooper Rush is doing. But I mean, Cooper Rush is is a really really serviceable quarterback. And the reason they brought him back, if I'm not mistaken, is because he knew that system really well. So good call by Mike McCarthy on that front. He's done a great job managing that team. Hey, Josh, thanks. Appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy the games this weekend. Yep, talk to you guys soon. See you later. Josh Neighbors, uh, I said blogging the boys a minute ago. Locked on Big 12. It's a great prod- podcast. If you get a chance, go check it out. Uh, 817, we're right back with more in just a moment. The Midway Coaches Show with Shane Anderson is brought to you by Automatic Shift Canteen, Benchmark Mortgage, Frontier Waste Solutions, and TFNB, your bank for life. Coach, you come off a 24-13 loss to Harker Heights. Very competitive football game. Your team was right in there and, and gave you a chance to win despite some injuries. Yeah, you know, we uh, kids played well all night. We just we had a couple drives we didn't get to finish or couldn't finish and, uh, you know, had a field goal blocked, uh, you know, right there before half and then uh, got first and goal inside the five and couldn't punch it in, ended up throwing a – throwing a, a, a pick six for about a 109-yard return. And so that kind of took the wind out of ourselves. But our, our kids played hard all four quarters, and, and we were right there with a really, really good Harker Heights team. When you when you talk about the growth of your football team, you win at Hutto, uh, against Hutto, rather, and you, as you point out, your, your four quarters with, with Harker Heights, 
is that the growth you're looking for? Obviously, you want to win football games, but you got to grow as well. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, it's all part of the process, and I know that's a cliche, but at the same time, it is. And, you know, you play a tough non-district schedule to get you prepared, and then, you know, we know each and every week in this district's going to be a dogfight. I mean, everybody's very, very comparable, uh, you know, as far as uh, – you know, week in and week out goes. And so you've got to show up, you've got to play, and you've got to finish drives and take care of the football if you want to win. Coach, uh, this week uh, it's it's a Temple Wildcat football team. And it, it, tell us a little bit about the, the Cats and, and what your expectations are for Friday night. Well, you know, it's a, it's a Temple football team. They're going to play really, really good defense. You know, Coach Stewart has done a great job since he's taken over there. And, uh, you know, they're a really, really good defensive football team. And, I said, you know, they're, they're still – Offensively, they've they've played really well at times, and then at times they haven't played so well. But you know they have a lot of weapons, and uh, you know starts with the pilot kid. I mean that kid can can change the game in a in a minute. You know with the ball in his hands, and so we got to know where he's at at all times, and, and we've got to try to eliminate the big plays just like we did last week, and then give ourselves a chance and then take care of the football offensively. And I think it's going to come down to big plays and turnovers, and and whichever one wins those battles, I think will win the football game. ESPN Central Texas. Locally owned and operated, Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room supplies. They offer micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, and innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your needs. 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and at AutomaticChefCanteen.com. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Make your trash disappear. Call your friends at Frontier. Frontier Waste Solutions is a locally owned and operated waste management company. We are Texas-based and Texas-proud. Frontier Waste offers roll-off dumpster rentals, commercial waste disposal, and residential garbage collection. At Frontier Waste, we will pick up your trash. Our equipment is well-maintained, and we have a great culture here where employees are taken care of, too. Call me for your municipal, commercial, and construction dumpster quotes today. Sabrina with Frontier, 254-855-6683. Or on our website, FrontierWaste.com. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquites jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our their new Berea menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. 
Are you opening a new business? Think about remodeling or painting your home? Grant Goss Contracting is a fully insured painting company that offers quality workmanship at affordable prices for commercial and residential projects. They are locally owned and operated, business servicing the Central Texas area since 1984. Contact Chris Goss at chris at ggcwaco.com and check them out on Facebook. Grant Goss Contracting is proud to support Waco ISD and the Waco High Lions. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted. Experience better at BK Ford. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, welcome back. 824, this is game time. Tom Ward, Ryan, glad to have you with us. Ward, do you have any calamine lotion? (laughs) I do not. I'm going to get an itch. I know I am. It's just part of the deal. Good morning, Stephanie. How are we? Good morning. How are y'all? Good. What is our uh, subject of the day? Well, so I was thinking to myself yesterday, self, if you're going to a friend's house for like a trivia party, let me give you some college football facts. You ready? Well, here we go. (laughs) The most overtimes played in a college football game. Seven. Who was it? A&M. LSU. LSU. Nope. University of Arkansas Razorbacks in 2000. Oh, no. Arkansas versus Ole Miss in 2001, and then Arkansas versus Kentucky in 2001. Same season. How many overtimes? They didn't tell me that. Well, they just said there was the college football game was seven. Seven times overtimes were seven. Seven times in those two games. Look it up, right? What did Alabama and LSU do that year, two years ago? They didn't go seven, though. I think they, they did. did. They did? They did. Okay, well how, then. Well, how many did A&M and LSU go? Seven. Seven. Okay, so then they're all tied for seven. Which is the record. Which is the record. So they all have a record. Right? What, she said Arkansas and who? Ole Miss. L- look that one up, would you? See if Arkansas and Ole Miss went seven. Oh, my gosh. And then Arkansas what, and Kentucky. What year? 2001. All right, see, we're, we're having a fact, fact check, check on the air. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Do you know who kicked the longest field goal in the NCAA history in hey, 1998? Hang on a second. What did you find? Okay, so it is confirmed on uh, November 3rd, 2001, three days before my first birthday. <laughs> oh, God. I threw <laughs> that in there. University of Arkansas. How at, you feeling, Steph? At Ole Miss. <laughs> seven overtimes. It was, yeah, one at, at the time. <laughs> Three days before my first birthday, they went to seven overtime. So, see, I was right. And then you said the same year they played Kentucky. Kentucky. But you said that's that's the right, that tied, I mean, because there's several that have done seven. But they well, did it twice in one season. Wow. That's well, kind of impressive. That means they had a good team, right? Well, no, it means they had a mediocre team. Yeah, <laughs> and couldn't finish the deal. 
when they finished that year look up arkansas 2001 oh before that they yes the arkansas kentucky seven (laughs) overtimes arkansas won that game 71 to to 63 how'd you win defense what was the record in 2001 by the way yeah what was the record working that now let's see arkansas razorback football seven and five Seven and five, yeah. yeah four pretty, and four in the SEC. So there you go. Pretty see, mediocre. <laughs> Coached by Houston Nutt. How about that? Well, there you go. I was right on that one. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll give you that. Thank you. See? Everybody get ready. Let's fact check again. <laughs> What's the next one? Archie Griffin of Ohio State University is the only player to win the Heisman Wait a minute. Trophy. You didn't tell us anything about the field, the longest oh, field okay. goal. Okay, we'll go back oh. to that. Okay, in a college football us. game, <laughs> who kicks the longest field goal ever? And it was not an NCAA school, and this was in 1976. Would have been an NAI school? Yep. How, how long was it? 69, 69 yards. yards. Yeah. And he was from Abilene Christian, Ove Johansson. Does that ring a bell? I don't know him. No. Okay. I don't know him. I was little then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you weren't. Johansson against uh, East Texas State, who the crew have this weekend. How about, How about that? that? How about that? How about that? All right, what's next? Okay, who was the shortest player in an NCAA Division football game ever to play? They don't know that. This is kind of cool. They don't know the answer. He Nobody does. Four foot nine inches, Jason Carter from Rice. Four foot nine inches. That's kind of short, right? And right here, twenty-one. Four foot nine, one hundred and thirty-five pounds. Kicker. He was Kicker. a running back. Yeah, it says he was born with a genetic disorder that slowed his growth. I'd say so. Was he a running back? Because you know you could just like run through those guys' feet. Yes. Like, he, are you saying legs. he's going to run through their legs? <laughs> like he, he was. A I told back. you no. he was a running back. They're going to run Stop through it. their feet. Stop it. Well, you know. You could just like shoo shoo like go around because you're short and fast. All How right. do you know he was fast? He was a running back. Running backs have it to be fast. It doesn't say he was a running back. He could have been a. Ryan did the did the googles been... did the googles just say he was the, a what the wait, googles wait. <laughs> the, wait, what the, wait. the googles the, the, the googles oh the googles who are they oh Greg googles you know him <laughs> it said he was a running back I told you it did. See, I'm smarter than I look. I would have made him a holder. A holder? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hold the ball? For kicks. Mm-hmm. Right. So. <laughs> Last one. Here no we go. Idea. Last one is Archie Griffin of Ohio State University is the only player to win the Heisman Trophy twice. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 I didn't know that. It could happen again this year. With, could. Could, but. But he received it back to back in 1974 and 1975. Right. Yeah. So I I didn't know that. Well, who could win it twice this year? I mean, only you can only win it once this year. Why are you looking at me like that? You cannot win it twice in one year. Nobody can. (laughs) I meant Tom just said it could happen again this year. Because last year's winner could win this year. Okay. Is he up for it? I haven't been paying (laughs) attention. Are we voting for him? What? Do you even know what the Heisman is? Yes. Okay. Yes. It, what is it, it? It's a trophy. And it and, goes like mm-hmm. this. Okay. It goes like what? Well, they can't see me, but it's it has a stand. Like, you know, you know, 
You said, Ward one day said, when I pass, I want to be bronzed in the Heisman, like the Heisman Trophy. But I don't think he meant like what you just did. No, that's not the pose I'm using. No, (laughs) I'm in heels. But yeah, but there's a little trivia for you for your next trivia game. The Heisman Trophy is doled out to the best college football player of the year. Yes, I know that. Okay. 30 seconds ago, you couldn't tell us. No, I knew it. I just had to say. She just forgot. 8.30, we got to go. Bryce Cherry's coming up next (laughs) on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. Hang on. Tom Ward's got the yo-yo. Go ahead, Tom. Let me All see right. it. We get it. He's going to knock himself out. <laughs> he can't even get the string on his finger. Okay, here we All go. All right, you here ready? we go. <laughs> you know, I just figured this out. This is a right-handed yo-yo. <laughs> Are you left-handed? I'm left-handed. Get that out of here. Oh, gosh. That's a right-handed no. yo-yo. You don't have right or left hands. I'm That's smart enough to know yo-yo. that. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco is the place to watch live sporting events. Check out your favorite team on over 50 TVs, and you can enjoy fan-favorite items like their boneless bar pizzas and bird dogs. They also have great appetizers, wraps, salads, traditional and boneless wings, burgers, and more. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco, located off West Loop 340 in the Central Texas Marketplace, next to Ashley's Furniture, open until 1 a.m. and 2 a.m. Fridays and Saturdays. Buffalo Wild Wings in Waco. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucin Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucin builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vita Mevos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Hello, Central Texas sports fans. Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show here at ESPN Central Texas. Do you suffer from occasional lower back pain, knee pain, shoulder pain? I know I do. I had neck pain after breaking my neck in a cycling accident. What did I turn to? RX 300 Topical Pain Cream. Uh, They have an unbelievable offer right now. Buy one, get one free. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME. That's reliefandrecovery.com. Enter GAMETIME. RX 300 Topical Pain Cream was developed by double board certified and fellowship trained pain management physicians 
Trusted by both medical professionals, athletic Time trainers, to talk football also with good Thompson, for riders presented relief, by Alliance gym, Bank. or travel bag. Simply rub the cream on affected areas as needed. Limited time offer. Go to the website, reliefandrecovery.com. Enter the offer code GAMETIME for your buy one, get one free tube of RX300 Topical Pain Cream. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one easy-go golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of easy-go and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Empower your financial future with First Central Credit Union. We are opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open-door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. With low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates, consider refinancing your mortgage or securing land for building. We loan up to 75% of the appraised value of land. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Equal housing lender, member NCUA. Hi, Central Texas. This is Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors. I've built a successful real estate career based on exceptional customer service with referrals from friends, family, and clients like you. I've been a licensed realtor in Texas for 20 years, and I'm grateful to be an annual platinum producer. I'm in my favorite season of life right now, raising three teens and soaking up every single second of Friday night football. Let me, Kyla Dietrich with Kelly Realtors, help you find your journey home. Call 254 254- 749-6069. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 836. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Bryce Cherry of the uh, Waco Tribune Herald joins us right now, sports editor of the Trib. Good morning, Bryce. How are we? Doing good. How about you guys? Terrific. Hey, let's start uh, on the high school front uh, this week. Temple Midway. Not necessarily this year, but can you see this becoming a rivalry like Temple and Waco once upon a time was? It could be. Uh, it's so it, it they didn't play until 2012, and Midway has actually won every game in the series. Uh, it's been a, a lopsided series. Now, um, I think you have two very different um, programs this year. Midway, uh, not at the same level it was when they were kind of rolling in that series. Temple, certainly on the rise. And, um, you know, they, they have taken a couple losses, but uh, but have some D1 talent on that team. So, be quite a challenge for, uh, for Midway this week. Bryce, what is the game of the week for you? Do you think that might be – the most entertaining and and the best game to keep an eye on. I mean, there's two in class two a that I've, I've got to mention. Uh, the game of the week for us is, is Crawford and Marlin. I mean, it's a playoff rematch. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Now it's a district game. Um, Crawford's defense right now is just on another level. I mean, uh, they're, they've only given up 13 points in five games. Uh, that's pretty incredible. They have three shutouts, um, and it's you know it's been a collective effort. They do have a couple of uh, super syntax guys on that side of the ball, in the likes of uh, you know Brett Chambers and and Cameron Walker, 
Um, but you know, it's been, it's really been a group effort for Crawford. And I know, uh, coach Jacobs is prey is their D line. He likes what they're doing up front and that sort of sets the tone. But then, you know, you have the contrast of a lot of playmakers for Marlin, um, you know, just all over the field. They lost Darian Gillette this year. You know, he, uh, transferred to Teague. He's missing this year anyway with a with a knee injury, but uh, but they still have uh, Desmond Woodson and Trey John Butler and and a, kind of a running attack with a, a multitude of guys who have carried the ball. And then uh, the Marion Lofton may be the most versatile player in Central Texas. Um, so it's strength on strength. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be a, a really fun game. That's where DJ Ramirez will be for us. And then the other one I will quickly mention is just Chilton and Bremont. You're talking about a uh, top 10 undefeated clash there. Uh, Chad Conine's going to that one for us. And uh, I'm, I'm real interested to see how that one comes out because, to me, it is as much a toss-up game as any on the board. Um, I, I struggled with how to pick that one. Um, just because I think both teams are playing really, really well. As did I, by the way. Uh, let's uh, switch gears here and, and, and talk some some Baylor football. An open week this week. Uh, Dave Aranda on Saturday after the game, uh, you know, he mentioned that he wasn't happy with the way his team practiced, wasn't happy with, with special teams, uh, wasn't happy with the way they came out to start the game, and, 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 and talked about uh, still searching for that identity. There's a lot of question marks, at least with the, with the coach anyway, uh, about this football team at three and two going into the, this bye week. Yeah, and I think you could trace some of that back to something John Warner wrote about this week, and that's uh, leadership. You know, last year that that was a really underrated element to that Big Twelve championship team. Um, you know, I think you all we all realize that when you have a team like that, you have to have some strong leaders, and they did. You know. They had them on both sides of the ball. Uh, you know, one of the things that Gary Bohannon really brought you was was strong leadership. I mean, he was just that kind of guy. He was he was sort of outgoing and, and kind of a player magnet. Uh, then you had some big leaders on the other side of the ball with the likes of Jalen Petrie and Terrell Bernard, veteran guys that had been there and done that. Um I think Dylan Doyle is that guy for Baylor, but I just don't know that there's a lot of other voices alongside Dylan Doyle uh, that are sort of filling that leadership void. And, and maybe that's leading to some of these, uh, you know, less than enthusiastic practices or, uh, you know, some of the mistakes that you're seeing pop up now. You know, three and two with losses to BYU and Oklahoma State, not the end of the world for Baylor. Uh, that said, I did write in my column on Sunday that, uh, you know, even though that was a Big 12 championship rematch between those two teams, it was not a Big 12 championship preview. I do not see this Baylor team as currently constructed, as it's currently playing, uh, returning to Jerry World. I mean, I just don't. Uh, and I picked them. Before the season, sort of, uh, I would couch that. I just didn't see another team. I didn't know who else was going to emerge. Who knew that the Kansas Jayhawks would be five? I mean, that's just still mind-blowing every time we talk about it. But, uh, 
uh, you know, so I, I just feel like the schedule breaks tougher for, for Baylor this year. They just feel like an eight and four team. Nothing wrong with an eight and four team, but I know Baylor fans have a lot higher expectations. When when you look at this game coming up on Saturday that features TCU and Kansas, did you ever think, looking at the schedule, that all eyes in the Big 12 would be on that football game? Man, I had that sucker circled in red <laughs> you know, for the season. You know, I knew college game day would be making its first ever appearance in, in Lawrence, Kansas. Hey, did you uh, know that Oklahoma and Texas are even playing this week? Did you even know that? <laughs> on our podcast, but, uh, that game's an afterthought. Yeah. It really is. I mean, the Red River game is an afterthought. One of those teams is going to have three losses uh, uh, at the end of that, you know, game. Uh, no, TCU Kansas. Uh, to me, um, I-, I like TCU in this game. That you know, the amount of points they put up on Oklahoma. Um, they're you know, Sonny Dykes is getting it done. That said, what a story for the Kansas Jayhawks this year. And um, whatever happens with KU the rest of the season, I don't, I don't think any of us really expect them to be in Jerry World. But uh, whatever happens with them, to me, Lance Leipold is the Big 12 Coach of the Year. And that's even if ECU goes, you know, all the way to Jerry World. Because just we just – nobody saw this coming from Kansas. You know, this is a team that – uh, you know, you mark down for one or two losses every year, or one or two wins, excuse me, every year, and uh, they're sitting here and uh, you know, undefeated, hosting game day. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's been incredible, and, and it hasn't been smoke and mirrors. I mean, they, these guys can play. Bryce, uh, what games? I know you mentioned where DJ was going. Uh, just kind of give us the rundown of what we're covering this weekend. Yeah, so uh, I mentioned uh, we've got, I think, about seven games covered. Uh, I mentioned the Bremont-Chilton game. That's where Chad will be. Uh, we're covering uh, La Vega. We're covering um, Conley-Gatesville is a really interesting game. That's where uh, Jason Hortz is going for us. And, um, gosh, where else? Let's see. Uh, Lorena McGregor. Uh, I think that one probably favors uh, the Leopards. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got some really good fun games to me this week. I'll be at Temple and Midway, see how that comes out. But, you know, we're, we're into the thick of district play and, and there's some, some good ones on the board, you know, next week too. I mean, I think next week is China Spring La Vega. So we'll have a lot to talk about these next few weeks. Chad is all uh, Chad. Good gracious, Bryce is always. It's a pleasure. I'm not going to let you live that one. No, no, you're not. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> Thanks, Bryce. I'll see you next time. Bryce right. Cherry, the Waco trip. Boy, I, I just uh, I got him there, didn't I? Uh, it's uh, 8:45. We are presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, and brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts, where they are encouraging you and instead. Uh, things up where it's just so easy to use their layaway program for Christmas. Spend those, uh, you know, spread those payments out and be a hero this holiday season when you choose from John Hart and Consuela bags, totes, purses, jelly cat, plush animals. Man, they got over 70 other lines of gifts and gourmet items at Morrison's Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. So it's not too early to be thinking about Christmas. Do it today. 
Get it done. And then when the holidays roll around, man, all you got to think about is ball games and eating. That's it. That's that's your Christmas. That's your Christmas run right there. Ball games and eating because you've taken care of all of your all of your uh, Christmas shopping through the layaway program at Morrison's Gifts. They're located at the corner of Waco Drive at Valley Mills Drive, next to Jason's Deli. The Clifton Coaches Show with Brent Finney is brought to you by CNO Fencing, Clifton Feed, Citizen State Bank of Clifton, Leon's Floor Covering, and Royal House Pizza. Coach had the open week last week. How, how did you approach that? Was it an opportunity for you to go back to basics of blocking and tackling and just maybe heal up some bumps and bruises and get ready to go again this week? That's exactly what we did. We took a little time to rest. Uh, some of our kids get them well. We focused on a lot of just basic fundamentals of football and then and working on our techniques and our discipline and then uh, started installing a little bit of Rodgers and then we'll hit it this week. Hard and heavy. Isn't that important to be able to do that, to just do that self-scouting, be able to just work on yourself more than anything else? Don't you need that during the season as well? It is. It's, and it couldn't have come at a better time with this right, right before the start of district. So, you know, lots of times to get that in the middle of the district or at the end of the year. So this was – it was a good opportunity for us in the six weeks, get some kids healthy and all that kind of stuff just – Worked out worked out really well. Speaking of starting district, you mentioned it, Rogers, this week, and how important is it for you to get to the second phase of the season now in district play and have your offense have some success early in this ballgame? Yeah, you know, and, and we've played well uh, throughout the year. We've come up short on a lot of close games, and hope you know, hopefully moving forward that prepares us for some close district games and always like to win that first one, you know, and, and get out of the gate strong and play well. Uh, Rogers good football team, so it'll be a good test for us. Is it important for your defense maybe to set a tone in this one Friday night? Yeah, we sure like to. You know, uh, they defensively we played well throughout the year, and 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 we'd sure like to get down there and be able to control their explosive run game. How big are special teams coming up this week? Oh man, always good, always always big, especially if a game comes down to the wire and it's close. You know, and uh, so we expect we expect those to be pretty important again. ESPN Central Texas. CNO Fencing Company, located in Clifton, can take care of all of your farm and ranch fencing needs. This family-owned and operated business is committed to quality workmanship and friendly service. They can do it all. Pipe fencing, high fence, work pens, net wire, barbed wire, and more. Serving Bosque County and the surrounding counties. Call today for a free estimate, 254-722-3353. That's 254-722-3353. Or check them out at cofencingtx.com. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you are one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you are looking for a bank where you are more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all of the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus, cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat. Know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. 
Leon's floor covering has been a Clifton staple for over 70 years. They know how to get the job done right. From taking it down to the studs to building it back up, Leon's can handle any room you need remodeled. Stop by the store to check out their selection of time-tested materials and fixtures, including Kelly Moore paints. Leon's floor covering is at the corner of Avenue D and FM 219 in downtown Clifton. Call today, 254-675-8686 or find them online for a free estimate. Leon's getting the job done right the first time. It's a family tradition. Royal Pizza in Clifton is sure to whet your appetite. Serving the best pizza around. Check out their world-class bacon cheeseburger pizza or their pepperoni extreme. Twice the cheese, twice the pepperoni. Royal Pizza also serves pasta, specialty calzones, salads, and don't forget the wings. Open Monday through Thursday to 9, Friday and Saturday till 10, Sundays till 7. And on Friday night, home football games are open until midnight. Dine in, call in for pickup, or they will deliver. Royal Pizza located at 602 South Avenue G in Clifton. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. With a 4-2 win over the Yankees, the Texas Rangers finished the season 68-94 in fourth place in the American League West, 38 games behind division champion Houston. The Astros, meanwhile, are headed to the postseason with the best record in the American League at 106-56, a full 16 games ahead of second-place Seattle. They've earned a bye in the playoffs until next Tuesday. In college football last night, Central Florida beat SMU 41-19. Week 5 of the NFL season gets underway tonight with the Colts visiting Denver. Former SMU and Cowboys wide receiver Cole Beasley has announced his retirement after 11 seasons in the NFL. The University Trojans get the jump start on this week's high school action entertaining Pflugerville tonight. You can hear the game on Star 104.9 FM. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time, weekday 7 to 9, is your first word in local sports. 8.52 here on a Thursday morning. Coming up uh, tonight over on our sister station, it'll be the uh, University Trojans and Pflugerville. And this is a game that... Uh, I know it's early in the in the district race, but this is a game that has playoff implications, doesn't no, it? Absolutely. If th- this is like a fifty fifty thing with the university, I I personally think that if they win tonight, their chances of making that again at least that fourth playoff speed not skyrockets, but significantly improves. But if they lose, then their chances of making the playoffs drops drastically. So this is a big time game for the Trojans. Well, it's so cool just to be talking about university and playoffs in the same sentence. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, so. Uh, Coach Lasseter and those guys doing a good job getting that thing going again. Yes. All right. Uh, man, uh, this has been a, been a wild one, been a fun one. We will uh, do it again tomorrow uh, at 7 a.m. Uh, John's coming up at 3 o'clock today. Matt at 4 o'clock today. Hope you have yourself a great, great Thursday. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the weather. I mean, we got great weather, and we will uh, do this again tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> 